Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you hear we, we were just talking off air, Jim? You, did you hear Melvin post game? Oh yeah. Okay, so that that's basically the story. But here's here's what I here's what I take away from what Bob Melvin said post game. We'll get into it in a moment if you missed it. My takeaway is he's not back. Um, you know that's as close. That's that's how I feel about it. Having listened to everything that Bob Melvin has said throughout the month of September, I just don't see a scenario where he's saying these things and he's back. In 2024. Anyway, there's a lot to get to. Padres led all night. Blake Snell wins the Cy Young. And then they blow a lead. And they don't call upon their closer. Uh, with a lefty and Conforto in the box. You have Josh Hader. You lose a one-run game without Josh Hader again. You've got the worst record in baseball with one run in one-run games. You're 7-23. and And the season is over, as we've known. But now kind of officially over. So, John and Jim with you here on the Wrap-Up Show. Padres losing San Francisco game one. 2-1 tonight. There's a lot to get into. If you're here, subscribe. Whether it's live or on replay. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super chats. We'll get to all of them. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Great way to support the channel. Also, thank you for the super thanks. If you are here right now watching on replay, if you want to become a member, click join. You get emojis and badges. But the takeaway, and there are numerous, but it's another example. And I'm paraphrasing now what Bob Melvin said postgame, but something along the lines of that's not how we do it here. When asked why he wouldn't go to Josh Hader in the eighth inning, Michael Conforto pinch hitting. You've got Josh Hader available to you. There are two outs in the eighth inning. Conforto faces Suarez. He makes Suarez pay. And the Padres lose the game 2-1. Another inexplicable loss for the Padres where you start questioning bullpen management. What's the directive from the organization and how Bob Melvin Jim is going to return in 2024? <laughs> I, you know... I wish we had it, the 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 audio of Melvin post game. He, without saying much, ripped Hater a new one. In my mind, I don't think he did that. I thought he did it to the organization. By how, by how, he said that's not how we do things here. Was his exact words? I think. But I I think it's then okay. Then I, I agree with that. You know. Um, but I also do think there's a level yeah. of like you got Josh Hader out there who is just unwilling to go four outs ever. Unwilling. Like he's just not gonna do it. And the yeah. only time he's done it this year, he Melv made a point post game to like point out Ruben Niebla and how right. courageous and amazing Ruben Niebla was to convince this freaking guy. Was, was that four outs or three consecutive outings? 
I think it was three consecutive outings, but yeah. point still there. To get this guy to go out of the norm at all this season has been a massive struggle. Yeah. Um, another just incredible decision by AJ Preller to not trade him at the deadline. Um, yeah, good point. And I mean, this guy's a, I mean, it's just, I'm not, I, I look, I think, no Hader, chance. I think Hader, when he's out there, he's one of the best, if not the best closers in the game, as far as stuff wise. I mean, his, his numbers speak for themselves. I'm not touching this fucking guy with a 10 foot pole. No fucking chance. No chance. No chance. You want to I'm not pitching him again this year, by the way. Sorry. I mean, if you can't yeah, pitch there, right. then you can't pitch the rest of the week. We'll see you yeah, next you got, year. You got you got guys out there that are extending themselves more than they should. And this fucking guy in the back of the bullpen can't go th- more than three outs. Give me a fucking break. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care if you want to return. I'm not paying you the money. Peace out. Bye. Like, you're done. I'm done with you. There's no scenario coming off a year in which you're seven and twenty-three in one-run games that I'm signing Josh Hader to a five-year, one hundred million-dollar deal no, when he hasn't pitched no more than three outs. You saw the tweet from Darnay. His last last time he picked up four outs in a save. Is this right? The last time Josh Hader got four outs in a regular season game was August 14, twenty twenty, three years and one month ago. It wasn't happening tonight. Because that's just not who he is. But again, Bob, what Bob Melman said post game, because I heard it and I saw it, and mm-hmm. definitely it's it, definitely it's who Josh Hader is, and maybe the organization has kind of coddled him. But his direct quote was, "It's not how we do things here." Yeah, and it wasn't like a like definitive. <laughs> you know, we have a plan and we do things a certain way here. It's like it almost felt like uh, he's like he's like he's given up. With fighting yeah, the way that they do things this. here, like, and he's not going to cover guy. for anyone. It's like that's how no. we do things here. Yeah, he's not. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not fighting, dude. I'm. I'm done with this team. I'm done. You got a bunch of fucking guys in there that won't go the extra bit, and you have also a bunch of fucking guys in there that just complain all the fucking time. And I mean, they have to have like 75 team meetings to get on the same page. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. All I know is this. It, listen, Josh Hader's in a walk here, so is Blake Snell. Blake Snell's made 32 starts and thrown 180 innings. And Josh, Hader, and Josh Hader appears once a week for a team of 7-23 and in one-run games. Blake Snell is pitching in San Francisco for absolutely no reason. He can win the Cy Young either way. He goes six innings here tonight. He's gone six-plus for nine consecutive outings. All the outings have been meaningless. The team's been eliminated, essentially. But he hasn't been like, hey, I'm only going to go four innings. Or, hey, skip me. Let me get to the first super of the night. Um, thank yeah, you. I don't, I don't. I don't know if you heard uh, Snell briefly, but I don't think he's pitching again. <laughs> Is he? Why would he? I mean, there's not why one pitcher he? in baseball that should pitch again. Throw Matt team. Waldron out there for three straight games in, in Chicago. There is no scenario where Blake Snell should pitch on Sunday. Like that's a complete disservice to the year he's had. Um, Spicy mayonnaise. Thank you for the super chat. He's a Dodger fan. Love what y'all do. Do you think Manny just uses media as a way to motivate himself, an enemy in his head? Hope he doesn't blame the fans. I, there might be something there, Spicy Mayo. Yeah, I don't know. Manny's got the most interesting relationship with the media of anyone in Major League Baseball right now, um, and it's just who he is. Maybe it is a motivational tactic. Maybe he uses it like, hey, it's the clubhouse against the media. He doesn't see the fans as a reflection or an extension of the media. I know that. I think he's very complimentary of the fan base, but 
He's got an issue with the media. It has not helped him, obviously, whether it's here or elsewhere, and it's not helping helping him currently, as we talked about last night. Just, you know, next year, Manny, just go out there and help this team win baseball games, okay? Just, you, you just go in, just go help the team win baseball games. Just stop talking, okay? Because it doesn't help you, all right? And just just go out there and play baseball because that's the only thing you like to say to the media is that's baseball. So you know what? Just go out there next year, okay? Go play 160 games and 80 of those games you're hurt and go out there, hit your 30 home runs, okay? Hopefully you have a way better OPS than you did this year and hopefully you're healthy enough to play the field. Just go play baseball. I, I just, I'm done. Like, it, you know, it... It's it's nauseating to like listen to this team sometimes. Um, so yeah, just go, just stop talking and go play baseball. That's all. Just go play baseball. Do what you want to do, and 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 go perform. Because when you perform, usually your team wins. Um, and, and hopefully next year you guys win. And we're not talking about this stuff anymore. And instead, we're talking about the shit that actually happens on the field instead of for the last month and a half of the wrap-up show, talking about everything off the field. Month and a half. <laughs> well, maybe longer. Yeah. Um, I just listened to the full 33 second back and forth. I don't want to pull it off. I feel like we'll get a copyright on just it. Put it on, put it on your, the, right here. I did. Yeah. I just, no, I, I just I want to hear it. You did hear it, I thought. Maybe, maybe people in the chat haven't heard it. So you haven't heard it. No, I did hear it. Could have been that guy against the lefty. There's just him going three outs. It's what we're doing right now. Yeah. And why is that? That's because the way we've handled it here. Handled it here. Is, yeah. there, is there any discussion with him? Is there any thought? We, we talked to him some. Yeah. That would seem to kind of run counter to the. I mean, you, you were saving him earlier in the season for later in the year, and here we are now, and it's obviously yeah. getting very late. That's just the way it happened tonight. <laughs> so he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to talk but about it's, it because it's 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 like talking to a brick brick wall, dude. And Hater, it's not happening. There's it, and to Hater's credit, look, this season is so over. <laughs> it's been over for a long time. Why the fuck do I want to go out there and risk myself getting injured for a meaningless win in September? Yeah, but that's like, and I'm with you, but like that's not the deal. Like you're a member of the team. And if not, then we can place you on the IL. But like that, that's like, unfortunately, he doesn't get to determine that. Like if Manny Machado, we can, hey, I'm with you. We can pretend like the season's completely over and it is right now. But if Manny Machado says we're going to play until we're eliminated and then the dude that's closing games like, well, you know what? We're kind of eliminated. I'm not going to pitch in that spot. Then like that's a complete disservice. And you talk about having dysfunctional organization or problems in the clubhouse. That's a big problem to me. You, you can't have a guy unavailable because, and by the way, that doesn't sound to me like it's just a hater thing. It sounds to me like it's an organization thing. When he says that's not the way we do things here, that's not just Josh Hader. That's obviously been conveyed from someone other than Hader that you're not going to use him in an eighth inning, which makes no sense. He's you don't have so... to, by the way, you don't have to use someone four outs if you use a pitcher in the eighth inning. There's no requirement if you use someone in the eighth inning, you have to use them in the ninth inning. The more important outs might be in the eighth inning. The bases are loaded. Yeah, I, the, what I take away from that, like the general tone is he is just so over it all. He is done. Completely like, over it. He's over it, dude. 
Completely. Like there is no more fighting. There's yeah. no more trying to talk in to guys. <laughs> There's no more trying to convince anybody. He is over it. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I don't really don't. I don't. I think Bob Melvin's a, g- a really good manager. I would prefer him to still be the manager of this team next year. But if he's not, and it goes out there that he says he's walking away, I don't blame him. <laughs> like, I really don't. You can't. Now, I will also not view it as a 100% Melvin went to Preller and was like, yeah, I can't deal with this anymore, and not view it as a firing. I will view it as somewhat like a firing. But if Bob Melvin is going to you and saying that he can't deal with this shit anymore, what kind of reflection is that on your franchise? It's a bad a good one. one. It's a horrible one. So I, I just, it's hard to really like fully get too upset or emotional about what Bob said there because, I mean, honestly, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, but, the season's over either way. They could use Josh Hader there and he can mow down a four-out save. It doesn't do anything. Right. But, it, but it is interesting that the tone and what he said there is a just, I am He's so like, done. fucking okay. done. I don't care anymore. Um, okay, guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super chat tonight. Padres lose um, in really poor fashion tonight to the Giants when Blake Snell goes six shutout innings and they led all night before allowing a two-out, two-run single to Michael Conforto in the eighth inning, and they didn't use their closer in that spot. Um, HBBBBV, thank you for the super. He says, Manny was the same way with LA media when he played there. Yeah, he was the same way with the Baltimore media. When he played there, too. I mean, this is the story of Manny Machado's career. When things are not going well, he's going to make it worse with the media. And that's been really evident here recently. And he's completely helter-skelter with the media. Good day, bad day. Random comments, backhanded comments. It could be anyone. It's not just Kevin. It could be Marty Caswell. It, there's a number of people he's done it to. Um, this is who Manny Machado is. Yeah, He certainly doesn't care about how the media treats him. He doesn't care about how he treats the media. Um, and that's who Manny Machado, you know, is that doesn't make him a bad baseball player. He's a very good baseball player, but you know, he's got a very bad relationship clearly with the media. Yeah. And he is a go with the wind type of guy. One day he can be great, engaging, thoughtful answers, and actually, you know, have this relationship with the media that I think a lot of fans would appreciate. Maybe some fans don't give a shit. All they care about is just Manny going out there and hitting home runs and making really good defensive plays. Right. Um, but I do think that how you portray yourself to the media and how you communicate to the media that, which will then go to the fans, right? Cause you're, I mean, they're not talking to the fans at, at their lockers, right? They're, you know, when they talk to fans, like maybe on the field during, before mm-hmm. games or, or out in the public, they're not getting, they're not in a formal setting getting filmed about and asked questions about to the fans. Sure. You know, like this, the time when, when you see Manny Machado, Machado speak, it's in a setting that media are only available to, to, to go there. And it's funny because I, I was talking to uh, Aaron's dad tonight because the Eagles game, right? How did that come about? Now, was she, was she on the phone? It was speaker and you chimed in or did you like call her dad and have a one-on-one conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. He called, he called uh, Aaron. Aaron. And then I was obviously sitting okay. right next to him, and then Just put on speaker and we started talking. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey, uh, it's kind of weird how this, uh, this article about Manny made all the way to the East Coast. What's going on? 
<laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was in the AP. Well, yeah, exactly. Athletic. You know? And then so I just think and he it's like, dude, everybody knows Manny's just not he's a great baseball player, dude. He is a fantastic baseball player. Um yeah, I just I don't know, man. Just play baseball, dude. Just I'm tired of it. Just play baseball. Um, all right, let me get to this super here from Iron Lung. Um, and thank you, Iron Lung, for the super. Thank you guys for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. There's some really interesting reporting, by the way, from Kevin AC um, earlier today as well about payroll commitments for 2024 and also about front office. 2024, I want to get to, but Iron Lung says, uh, the reason haters should pitch is the reason we all started playing baseball. Love of the game. I wouldn't want to play next to a pitcher like that. Yeah, the issue is the game's uh, Iron Lung. It's a fair point. It really is. Um, we all would love to play a sport professionally. We would do it for a fraction of the cost. People would do it for free, right? You've heard that a million times. This sport is completely different. You got all these type A personalities. You got Josh Hader days away from $100 million. He's guaranteed nothing beyond uh, this season right now. So he's got to stay healthy. Um, I do understand that from his perspective. I honestly do. I don't know why tonight would be the night he goes four outs if he hasn't gone four outs previously. But it just speaks to the matter at hand of like, how did they deal with this all year long with Josh Hader and his unwillingness to pitch beyond one inning or his unwillingness to go more than back-to-back days? Like you got this elite closer and you got Hader rules, which are his rules for himself. It just doesn't work that way. It's like Soto rules. You got to bat him second and Bogart's rules. He's got like, you can't be a team when you have rules for every individual player on the team and then ask to be cohesive. And this is another example of that. He's playing for a contract. I understand it. And that's evident here tonight. Yep. Yep. You got a lot of dudes playing for contracts. You know, you have a lot of guys that are, you know, got fat and happy. Um, you have a lot of guys that, just thought that their talent would win out. Um, you have a lot of guys that are scared to voice the opinions because of Manny and maybe other reasons as well. You got a GM who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing half the time. I mean, G-Man fucking Choi. Are you kidding? <laughs> Dude, I mean. Batting with what? What was it? Second and third one out? When was he batting tonight? Were the bases loaded one out? Who cares? I think there was the right. Bases loaded, right? Because he, no, it wasn't yeah, bases loaded. loaded. It's loaded. No, it wasn't because they had to apply the tag. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so they were running. Runners on second and third. Second and out. third, one out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I can't, I mean, if the last nine years can't spell out for you that AJ Preller needs to be fired, I do don't know right. what else would. Good seg- Good segue. All right. This is Kevin AC in the UT today. Um, Kevin AC in the UT. No decisions have been made regarding who will be running or helping to run the Padres baseball operations department beyond this season. Now, that's not a statement of AJ Preller is out. It's also not a statement of AJ Preller is in. It's also not a statement that they won't hire a general manager. If you read the way that's worded. No decisions have been made regarding who will be running or helping to run the Padres baseball operations department beyond this season. Here's the thing. This isn't based on what Kevin just wrote. I'm going to say something, Jim, that's going to shock you. And I'm not saying I'm right. This is my opinion. This is my hunch. I think he's out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. It's not, but I think he's out. 
I just think when you put it all together, haven't heard from Peter in forever, everything that Melvin has said, the fact of the matter is a team that finished under 500 unless they go 5-0 and to finish, this is flat-out unacceptable, and eventually the Bucs got to stop somewhere, and I just think it stops here now. I don't think it saves 2024. I don't think it puts them in the World Series automatically, and I don't know if they make the right hire. My hunch, and I hope I'm right, <laughs> is that they make a change. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, yeah, no doubt. Do I do I have the same sentiment as you? Like a thousand percent. We yeah. are a thousand percent on the same page. AJ Preller does not deserve another year. He needs to be fired right now. Um, the next GM is going to have a lot of work to do. Yeah, but I would feel. I think Padres fans would feel very, uh, not very, but more comfortable with the direction of this franchise heading forward with a new GM in place than if AJ Preller is returning for another year and another manager that he gets to hire. Um, aren't, you, aren't you feeling it a little bit more than you've ever felt it before? Like it's all real now. It's all come well, to fruition. Nothing saved the, the ship from sinking. But here, so here's the thing. I felt that in 2021, but True. then Peter spoke to Marty to her credit and it was like okay guess not right like I felt it before Peter spoke mm-hmm. now Peter's not going to speak at the end of this season like that's right widely that's no that's, that, that seems to be the case or not immediately after the season yeah correct so my question is who will speak on behalf of Peter why is Eric Rupner questioning the roster construction Right, like, why is Eric Gruppner even in charge of anything besides well, marketing the fucking? Maybe team because he's field? been entrusted by Peter based on his tenure with the organization, and maybe because of his skill set. I have no idea. Maybe that's not his decision or not. I don't think it is. It's clearly not Eric Gruppner's decision to get look uh, to let go of AJ Preller. Maybe he's in on the decision making process. Mm-hmm. But like, Eric, I'm coupling it all together. Eric Gruppner, his statements to the media. Um, what has been written about this team over the last 10 days, what Bob Melvin is saying, and everyone knows it's not fully Bob Melvin's fault. We're not idiots. And we haven't heard from Peter Seiler in four months, and maybe that's because of his health as much as anything else. But it's like he said that he believed this team was going to be a playoff contender and they would find a way to get in. I'm paraphrasing. When he talked to Kevin at the end of June or beginning of July, and that hasn't been the case. So like, he's entitled to change his opinion, even though he had a very strong opinion and belief about A.J. Preller, I just feel like with every passing day, it's becoming more evident that to move this franchise forward, you can't do it the way you've been doing it. Yeah, because how much confident, how much more confident would you feel going into 2024 with a new GM in place and a new president of baseball operations along with Bob Melvin? Yeah, I think a lot of people would have a level of confidence that's greater than the confidence they have right now. You know, and you can't say that like, oh, well, you know, AJ has a track. What's what is AJ's track record? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I mean, a scout, an evaluator, um, a From risk far- taker, a gunslinger, a trader. As far as the only reason why not to fire him. Because whatever Last the reason year, is, probably. Whatever the reason is, is not good enough. The, dude, yeah, the NLCS run, um, that should not be a reason why he continues to stay here year after year after year after year. Like, I, I mean, I said after 21, dude, that was his last chance. That was it. There was no more chances here. I've said this uh, for this shitty season. Like, if they miss the postseason, like, he is fired. Capital F-I-R-E-D. Gone. And especially finished under 500. I mean, they got to go five and what is it? Oh, five and oh to finish above 500 this year. So, um, yeah, he's gone. He's got to go. It's got to go. It's over. It's done. Th- this is, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> enough. And, uh, it, it, you have made Bob Melvin like literally want to quit. I mean, think about that. A- AJ has got to go. And, and I'm sorry if, if Peter is truly making the final call still, but having Grubner be his talking head to the media, right? And they do not tell Grubner, hey, you need to make this, you need to fire Preller because obviously you're the one making the final decisions, but it's coming from eight from uh, Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Then Peter is a massive problem. I mean, how could you not see that the root of all of the issues with this Padres franchise for the last nine seasons falls on one guy, okay? It's A.J. Preller, all right? Manny, whatever, okay? But at least Manny's performed, and at least he's, he's done shit. Um, <laughs> like, is it annoying sometimes with Manny? Like, yeah, absolutely. But there is nobody ahead of this line in front of, in front of A.J. Preller. He is the front. The buck stops with him. He needs to be fired right now or at least this time next week, there needs to be a release of A.J. Preller has been released as general manager and president of baseball operations. And if it doesn't happen, and if he remains with this team, then that is a failure on this organization, and Peter Seidler is going to get a lot of blame for me. Let let me read these quotes from July 1st in Kevin Acey's article in the UT, and then see if you can possibly, you know, unravel this or like, you know, can you do a 180 or reverse course on some of these statements that he made in the UT? And then we're going to get to these supers that have rolled in. Thank you guys for hanging out. Subscribe if you're here. Thank you for the supers. We'll get to all of them. This was Peter Seidler, July 1st, probably June 30th, but whatever. Um, I'm not afraid to make changes, Seidler said. I never have been, but I really value stability. And when I know the person as well and the skill set as well as I know AJ and Eric, they're not going anywhere, Period. I believe in stability. It is something that is undervalued, generally speaking, in organizations and maybe particularly in sports franchises, but I'm not for mediocre stability. I'm for excellence. And to me, AJ is excellence. So, I mean, can you walk that back three months later? I guess you can. You have to. I mean, come on, just say you made a mistake. It's not that hard. When you make a mistake, own up to it. All right. You went to bat for this guy more than anybody in baseball would ever go to bat for this person. And it was a mistake. He's not good at his job. He's not. 
it's a it's a disaster waiting to happen every year. Some years it might not happen, but other years it you know you're gonna get this shit. So what are we waiting for? Like you got it, you you're gone. And if Preller returns, I mean, <laughs> then we have a major problem. And, and look, like I said, like could they win next year with Preller as GM? Sure, yeah. Anything could happen. But for the longevity and sustainability of this franchise being a winning team and a good culture and a team that doesn't have any written up articles out of the athletic and the UT every other year about dysfunction, then Preller has to go. By the way, where is Manny criticizing his owner when Peter Seidler told Kevin Acey July 1st when they were eight games under 500? I absolutely love that we have high expectations. And it's incumbent on myself and our organization to make them higher and higher and higher. That's the kind of baseball I really believe we're going to play in the second half. You can't predict with precision anything. That was the owner, July 1st, doubling down on expectations. Manny Machado earlier yesterday saying that it was the media that put the expectations on the team, not the team itself. Spicy Mayo, thank you again for the super. Um, He says, hater slash Soto rules isn't club togetherness Bob Melvin's job. Dude, some of this stuff goes so much above Melvin's pay grade. You've got powerful agents. You've got star-studded lineups and clubhouses and guys making fortunes of money and all kinds of personalities in a room. Of course, Bob Melvin's responsible. He took responsibility last week after Kevin Acey's article and said, it's, it's my responsibility. I'm the leader. If, if this is accurate, he didn't say this, but he basically didn't discount the article and said, you know, that falls on me. These issues that have transpired this year fall on me, not on Manny Machado, not on the clubhouse, but on me. Mm-hmm. So he, he's taken responsibility. But I mean, when you start talking about like Josh Hader and his representation and Juan Soto, who's a year away from free agency, and Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts, 10-year veterans making hundreds of millions of dollars. It's not as simple as the manager calling them into the office and everything getting figured out. It's not that simplistic. It's ain't double A. You got Scott Boris running around that clubhouse. (laughs) You got Manny Machado's agent, who's also Fernando Tatis Jr.'s agent. You got Preller running around there talking to people that Melvin's like, what the fuck is happening? I mean, it, it, the hierarchy and the pecking order of things is so screwed up with this franchise that if you expect Bob Melvin to overcome that, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Don Tricker, Don Tricker. I mean, (laughs) Don fucking Tricker is like the fourth highest paid person in this organization. Think about that. Think about that. Don Tricker. Okay, is the fourth highest paid person, personnel-wise, in this organization. I didn't know who fucking Don Tricker was until a week ago. Nobody did. And you got this guy in the clubhouse. I mean, mean, what what do you think Bob Melvin's like? Who the fuck? Who the hell is this guy? Right. Yeah, that's probably what he's thinking. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and and the idea of hiring Bob Melvin to fix these problems was the idea. But AJ can't help himself. This organization can't help itself. These players that AJ has brought in don't mesh well with each other. And that was like, I mean, honestly, thinking back on it, like in five years from now, we're probably going to look at 2022 as like, how the hell did that happen? 
because of uh, uh, like, I hope not to be honest I hope not I think in five years if they make the right decisions and move on from AJ Preller then this isn't just going to be five years of complete mediocrity I, I think they have a chance to be successful um, I don't know what to, to what level but I, I hope we don't look back on it in five years and say it was 2022 and that was it for the decade I hope so too but um, you know I just don't have much faith with this organization to get it right um for a sustained period of time not just a one-off like truly set a culture and set a pecking order and no more bullshit and no more dysfunction and no more going behind people's backs none of that like can you create an actual franchise that is not rooted in dysfunction. And with Preller here, you absolutely cannot. Uh, Richard, thank you for the super. He says, Dodger fan here after the Dodgers series back in August. Jose Moda, Dodger Spanish broadcaster, flat out said, hater dictates when he pitches, period. Manny's act in LA got old real fast. Well, yeah, we absolutely know that about Manny. There's no question. I mean, it was only weeks, literally, just a couple of months. Yeah. It is with the Dodgers. They didn't offer him a contract after that 2018. Is that right? What was his first year in San Diego? 2019. So, yes, after that 2018 season. There's no question it didn't work out in Los Angeles. A hater, I buy it. I mean, he's pitched on three consecutive days, maybe two times in six months this year. He has not been used a lot. They haven't needed to use him a lot. They haven't been pitching with leads a lot this season. I mean, look at Hater's year. How many innings has he thrown? 53 innings, 57 outings. You know, it's not a huge workload for a closer. Um, it's not absurdly low and this team hasn't been very good, but yeah, there's no question that hater, you know, treats it differently than other closers in baseball. I think we've certainly established that. Yeah. I don't want him on my team. Jim don't want him. Um, Jonathan, thank you. He says, which contract signings this past year do you think Siler was responsible for? If any might be hard to fire AJ, if those were joint decisions. Is it hard, though? I mean, he's the owner. I mean, literally, this could all be Peter Seidler's doing, and he could still fire whoever he wants. Like, he's the owner. But I don't think it's all Peter Seidler's doing. I don't think Peter Seidler's been involved in all baseball operations decisions over the last nine years. Well, there is one of them that got done just because of Seidler. Yeah, but I don't know how that would have even changed this season, you know? Like, can we... Let's say they didn't sign him, and he's going to be a free agent, and in 10 days, is this team better? Like, just in the here and now, this disaster of a season, if Manny Machado was not signed, is there anything different? Manny Machado's not signed. Yeah, they didn't extend him. I honestly think it might have been worse. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing. I can't say that it was, was going to be great. Like, it legitimately <laughs> might have been a disaster. <laughs> right. It's already been a disaster. Because you already got Manny trying to, I mean, Manny wanted his money bad. And then when he saw they gave a lot of right. money to Bogarts, it's like that didn't fly with Manny. And so he's like, nope, I am halting and hijacking this until I get mine. By the way, the organization should have forecasted that. That was a bad, like, like if the organization thought that you could give Sandra Bogarts $280 million and only owe Manny Machado $180 and that was going to go over well, right. then they probably didn't do their research on Manny Machado. And also, too, this notion that, I mean, Manny's going to, what is Manny right now, 31, 32? 31. 31. I mean, at some point, 
I mean, playing every year hurt is not like a good strategy. Right. <laughs> like I know no, people, not. I know people like praise it. And inside that clubhouse, it's like, well, hey, post man, he's always out there hurt. It's like mm-hmm. that's not good. The older you get, <laughs> you know, like the older you get, you shouldn't be always playing hurt. So I, I just this, it just was a uh, on their part a massive, massive miscalculation on a lot of things, and it's. This year, especially, bit them in the ass. And yeah, no they're going to have a lot of... The, the consequences are, like Kevin AC said earlier this year, of biblical proportions upcoming. <laughs> Did he say that? No, it was more like a reckoning. I think he said reckoning. Yeah, biblical proportions. I think I said like, that. Dude, I mean, the seas are going to part, and it's going to be flooding and locusts. Right. He Hopefully said not. reckoning. Okay, yeah. good. Well, that's true. I mean, this season, you can't not... Sweep this thing under the rug. A reckoning has to come, and it should come starting with AJ Preller on it whatever be a, day. Again, it, it could be a very, it could be a dark Monday potentially for the Padres organization. All right, we're gonna get back to the supers in a moment. Please subscribe if you're here. Padres lose to the Giants. Their season is over. It's been over. It's officially over. Where do they go from here? Is what we'll talk about over the next six days of this uh, regular season this week. Thank you, Mark Nimitz, for your longtime support of this channel. He's been our title sponsor since day one, which is now two years and one month. So thank you, Mark, for your longtime support of our channel. He's a great insurance agent. You can take that from me. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy through Mark at Farmers Insurance. He's got great service and communication. Spectacular, spectacular insurance agent, a San Diegan, a lifelong Padres fan, has been with us since day one. If you support our channel, please support a local business like Mark Nimitz's. Again, whatever it is, auto, home, business, life, renters, condo, click the link in the description down below. You'll get to Mark's website or call him and he'll get you a free quote. You can get a free quote online as well. Whatever your insurance needs are, contact Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor at Farmers Insurance by clicking that link in the description down below. Just wait until you hear what Josh Hader said post game. All his information, Mark Nimitz, is above my head. M Nimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap up show sent me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I haven't even looked. So you tell me. I'll just sit here. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. This is a live reaction, everybody. Okay. AJ Castle just tweeted one minute ago. Okay. Said Josh Hader. Asked his thinking behind not making himself available for four outs. Quote, it's the situation. Oh God, it's the situation that we were at. Asked to clarify, he said, are we in the playoff race? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> yes, but it would That's take hilarious. a miracle to which he said, you guys want me to do everything. My response well, hold on, is, but wasn't it fuck out hold of on. Wasn't Josh Hader the one that said there's a time and place for pitching three times in three days and it's not now? He's like, you know, you gotta you gotta understand it's we got August and September coming. We have September and October coming. Why would I pitch three days in a row in May when we got meaningful games to be played in September? This guy is like get out of here. Yeah, why there's leave. way too many rules with Josh Hader. He's, he, come on. Peace out. Like I'm not. You talk about organizational dysfunction. You got it right there. Yeah. Like honestly, I just sent him home. I'm not. I'm not even dealing with this right now. I'm putting him on the Phantom IL. I'm. I. I you know what? I don't even. I'm not even putting him on the Phantom IL. I'm playing with a man down. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> play a man down. Put Scott Barlow back there as your closer. Um. I mean, what a fucking. 
just what a thing to say. What an yeah, absolute like, thing to say. Race? Well, hold on. What do you mean? That goes against everything that like Manny Machado has been saying. Like right. hey, Manny said they were in the playoff hunt. I'm not going to have elbow surgery, but you're not going to pitch. I'm not going to have elbow surgery. Now you could say that's a me move and he's just trying to get his hits. He had two more tonight, but I'm not going to have elbow surgery and I could be delaying my start in 2024, but you're not going to pitch when we haven't been eliminated. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, uh, okay. Caswell also tweeted, um, asked if he was looking at the off season with his decision to limit himself, quote, it has nothing to do with the offseason. It's the now. It's the health. It's the making it through the entire season. 162 games is not an easy task to do. Fair. You see guys work overloads. They get injured. Yeah, so he's thinking offseason. When did he pitch last? Uh, he pitched two days ago. Um, he's pitched. I mean, he's actually had a half-decent workload limit because they've been winning. 16th, 18th, 19th, 20th. He went three straight days. He went 18, 19, 20. Then 23rd, and tonight would have been the 25th. So he's like, pitched 16th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 23rd. I mean, he's thrown a decent amount. That's for sure. I mean, didn't Manny just say the other day on the field, like, hey, we're emptying, emptying the tank? Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck all the way off, dude. Go home. You're done. Congratulations. You're going to get your 100 million from some, some sucker team. And it probably won't be a good team because a good team would be smart enough to know they ain't giving $100 million to a guy that ain't going three days, one, and a guy that will never go four outs ever. So the door's there. Okay. We're done. Go home. I, I don't want to see you ever again. Are we in the playoff race? Dude. It's the situation that and then, we were in. And then at. it goes back to fucking AJ Pro didn't trade this douche. He did not trade him at the deadline, and he kept him for what? How many times has he pitched since the, since the deadline? Like, how many? It's been a lot now. I mean, it's, I'll tell you. Since the deadline. It's actually not that many times. I'm going to say, yes. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 13. 15. 15, 15 times, times since the deadline. Two months. 15 times. And I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's probably 15 innings too, right? Less. Because there'll be some two-thirds in there. Um, also, how many Two saves times. does he have since the deadline? No, nothing of nothing of consequence. <laughs> nothing of consequence. Like, you're right, John. You talk about culture problem, right? That's part of your culture problem right there. Dude, so, he's got six saves since the deadline. You're gone. Bye-bye. Um, let's continue to get to some of these supers and react to this. There's so much going on with this organization. They lose tonight in San Francisco. That's the least of their issues. Um, Shaka, thank you. Shaka Kyle for the super chat. If you're here, guys, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. He says, on culture, who's got the one you'd like to see San Diego emulate? Why? I would start with Atlanta. Because I'm not going to say the Dodgers. I would start with Atlanta because they consistently win mm -hmm. um and i think they've done it from the top down i think the front office has invested wisely and i think they're managed well and i think they've played very well now for a decent i mean it's been a, a good period of time I and mean, we're talking years and years now that atlanta's been a 
real contender in the National League. So I probably would start with Atlanta. Well, a culture is also built by players, right? It's not just built from the front office. It's it's a combination of both, and it's a synergy between the you know the front office and the leaders of your team. So when I just when you say Atlanta, like you got a, a lot of people on that team, Ronald Acuna, um, you know Matt Olson, right? Max They've got Freed. like ten players on like seven plus year deals. Yeah, and and they have a <coughs> excuse me, they have a culture there that is bred from smart decision making from their general manager, a consistency that is needed to win. Mm-hmm. And a everybody point on the same rope year after year after year. Um, I, I would say also the Phillies are, are another franchise that can be a little up and down, but I, I yeah. do think that they trend towards. Now. I think they trend towards the 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 uh, middle of yeah, things. Upper I, don't, middle. I don't think they're overly great, but I do think Bryce Harper, you know, he's the captain of that ship. And and they follow his lead, and, and you, if you have Bryce Harper on your team, like, and he's your leader, you're you're going to do pretty well. Um, I would say, when I mean, yeah, the Dodgers, of course, uh, they're, they're probably the, the the gold standard. Um, and I mean, I guess Tampa. I mean, Tampa's always yeah, Tampa would be there, you know, but they have a different. They they do they do things differently. Um, and it works for them. Well, they never have they never have overpaid players, certainly. So they don't have the dynamic of someone making two hundred million dollars on their team and nobody else making that kind of money. That never has played out in the history of the franchise. Yeah. Like I just feel like the Padres are the loudest, shittiest team in baseball this year. <laughs> like they're so bad, but they're so loud. There's always something happening with this team. And that that doesn't happen with shitty teams. Like it shouldn't. What is this supposed to mean? Circular. Thank you for the super hater. Didn't want to play because G man was in just because why he's been bad. G man Choi. So G man Choi is the reason why hater doesn't want to play. That would be a problem. Thank you. Circular run it back. Thank you. says, get rid of bogey signed Soto. How what's your path to get rid of Xander Bogarts? (laughs) Have him waive his no trade clause. Then have an organization commit $257 million to him over the next 10 years through age 42. It's not happening. He'll be here long-term. You know, you could say, unfortunately, he's, he's had some moments, April and September. He's had some bad moments the other four months and hopefully bounces back for a full season in 2024. And then HBVV. Thank you again. He says, keep Snell. Hater, go back to the cows in Milwaukee. Keep Snell. (laughs) Good luck. Zero chance. His isn't didn't his girlfriend put an Instagram like I'm gonna miss San Diego and like a picture of the skyline today? Yeah, she did. So yeah, he's done. He's gone. It's over. It's done. He you saw you saw him post game. It's like, yeah. I mean, what did he say post game? Listen to this quote. <laughs> um hold on. Starnay had it. Uh, this is from Blake Snell said, quote, the ultimate goal is the playoffs and winning a world series with these guys. It definitely sucks. And it's something that looking back when we're all old is going to be one of the one that stings because I don't know that I'll ever play on a team that's this talented and this good again. So that translation 
Um, I'm a free agent. I'm we mine. wasted a golden opportunity. I'll never be with these dudes ever again. I like some of them. Right. <laughs> I had fun talking to Don and Mud. Um, but yeah, you're not going to see me in 2024. Right. Like, I, I, I do appreciate that level of like, this is fucking ridiculous, you know? Like, like hey, I can't believe this didn't happen. The goal is winning the World Series. Like, that's the goal. Um, but man to have this year and you completely waste Blake Snell's year is uh it's pretty crazy dude it's crazy I mean, dude i don't i mean he's going to win the Cy Young and i don't know how much this year is ever going to be thought about ever again like usually when a player wins a Cy Young they're beloved for a i mean look Jake Peavy obviously right i don't know if that's going to be the same with Blake Snell <laughs> i just don't dude, i think the numbers support and i mean i have done no deep dive on this i don't think a Padres pitcher has ever had a better season than Blake Snell's 2023. I don't think either. I mean, you could, <laughs> I mean, let me look at Jake's year. It's not, I don't think it's as good, but I'm man. sure it was great. He won the Cy Young, but this year is getting to be like ridiculous. Yeah. Well, also, you got, I mean, Randy had a pretty fucking good Cy Young year. Yeah. But now you're um, going back. Like it's so different when guys made 50 starts or whatever. He had a 254, right. 196. I could argue, is a lot. I could argue that uh, this is a better year than Snell. That's fine. I could, but I, I think you could also make the argument that Snell had a better year than PV. Uh, PV had more innings, less walks, more strikeouts, a better whip, more wins, more starts, <laughs> lower ERA. No, he didn't. PV, he didn't. Yeah, like Two, a, five, I mean, a lower ERA being worse. I mean, a higher ERA. <laughs> PV's ERA was, was higher worse than Blake, than Blake Snell's. Okay, yeah, but like, but but it's not like this crazy number. Like Jake didn't no, win it with like a three like a one ERA, and I mean Snell okay, is a so, two. Okay, PV's two thousand seven. I'll give you that. That's fine. But I mean, these this twenty three start stretch he's on is the best twenty three start stretch in the history of the franchise. Sorry, it's like the best in the history of baseball. Right. No, it is totally. Um, but Blake also had a really bad start of the season and that's how he always is. He, he has, he even said tonight, he's like, I always feel strong at the end. I'm always going to basically, you know, find my way during the season. Yep. And, he and found it. listen to Randy's 76 Cy Young year. Ready for this? <laughs> I know I've heard it. It's these numbers it's are ridiculous. Just different. He was 22 and 14 with a two, seven, four ERA. Mm-hmm. 300. 40 games started 25 yeah. complete games <laughs> it's so dumb. five shutouts he had 315 in a third innings pitched <laughs> that's like snell's career and he struck out 93 guys <laughs> that's, that's impossible imagine <laughs> just throwing it up there 93 strikeouts <laughs> 315 innings Dude, holy straight out back then and you That's could argue crazy. that his year was better than the year before. It was actually. It was 20 and 12 with a 224, 285 innings pitched, 103 <laughs> strikeouts. And he finished second in the Cy Young voting in 1975 to guess who? Steve Carlton? No. Uh, Tom Seaver. Makes sense. Those would be the two names you would think of in the 1970s. Well, I mean, Seaver, I mean, he had 243 strikeouts that year. 
And these complete games are so funny. It's like, it's so ridiculous. Padres haven't had a complete game in like probably two years at this point. When's the last Padres complete? I'm I'm sure there's a few. Like Musgrove's no hitter. They're not often. Um, Shaka, thank you again for the super. Um, You can do this, Jim, if you want. Make Jim impersonate Hacksaw firing AJ. Is that something that you do or no? Um, Let's see if I can do that. Let me think here. Ready? Here we go. AJ Preller, please come to the office. AJ Preller, please come to my office. AJ, it's been nine years of futility, and now it is time to go. You are fired. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Tried. That's pretty good. I feel like you almost had to get in like more of like, this is the most like horrendous year. This, this team's been awful. It's been nine years of futility with Padres general manager, A.J. Preller. In the nine years that he has been here, he has had seven losing seasons. He has only had one winning season, and he has made countless errors in trades and draft. He is uh, the worst GM ever in the history of the franchise to get this many years under the job. A.J. Preller is a disaster. React to me and go vote on my poll. (laughs) (laughs) Jim does two things he does local media personality impersonations and Mickey Mouse oh, AJ Preller needs to be fired right now oh, oh boy I'm getting happy dude you have real oh, problems hold on oh, 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 oh. Josh right, Hader with that who said Josh Hader? Oh, you want to do sucks. the aura? You want to do the aura read as Mickey Mouse? We were talking to Will earlier today, co-founder, founder of Aura. Um, Will, thank you for supporting this channel. ORA.organic, an amazing company. Everyone could use um, some of their plant-based supplements. You really could. Um, everyone could, could get healthier. Simple as that. Um, aura, their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan. This company has offices right here in Liberty Station. It's an amazing company. I've been taking their probiotic for a year and a half or more. Take it every single day. Uh, it's been great. It's been spectacular for digestion, heart health, and more. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils. For those that take fish oils, you should take the omega-3 oil from Aura. All of their products are plant-based. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more, much more. Shop at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. But if you're looking to get healthier, it should start with Aura. They have the supplements for you that are plant-based that are good for you. It's a way to support this channel. If you support our channel, please support a local business, Aura, with offices right here in San Diego. And Aura, thank you guys for your support of the channel. Yeah, we're talking to Will today. He is, uh, he is, he's, he's feeling fired it as a Padres fan. <laughs> he is not, uh, he's not the happiest of Padres fan, um, which is completely understandable. Um, so shout out, Will. Glad to talk to you today, buddy. Um, hope you're doing well. And uh, help support Will, who supports us www.ora.organic pick up some supplements and uh, try them out and you'll thank us later all right thank you or thank you guys for hanging out if you're here thank you for the supers like this one from miss do it all who had the very generous super last night Thanks, and Ms. tonight Do-It-All. as well thank you i believe samantha samantha thank you for your support of the channel uh, samantha says how can an all-star lineup not hit off minor league pitching strikeout looking all the time we need hitting coaches under the age of 80 <laughs> ban players from a fan fest stage hope haters contract includes some balls bye-bye oh like balls balls right He's not like none not baseballs 
I mean, what a fucking, inc- what an incredible quote. I mean, there is not a lack of things to talk about this fucking team every no, day. No, not. I, I mean, what an incredible quote that this loser said. I mean, I mean to, just to a some flat of me, though, out actually loser. Was, some of me is like, he's basically being like, this organization, I'm not, I'm not risking it for this organization. Like, this is not the group that I'm going to risk it for. <laughs> the fact that he's willing to be so brutally honest and so blunt, I kind of respect because he's just created like a 24-hour cycle of content <laughs> for people like me and you. You guys um, want me to do everything. You know what yeah, I want like you to do, what? Josh? I want you to walk that door and get the fuck out. Is there a closer in baseball other than Hater that doesn't have a four-out save this year that was used 30 times in that role? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know, but hey, if you want to put some, I mean, you want to talk about blame for a team that can't win a one-run game? You got a you got a closer that's this much of a, I mean, just me you got guy. a closer literally costing you one-run games. <laughs> like he doesn't yeah. picture the one-nothing lead. You lose two-one. Yeah, I mean, the epitome of a me player right there. Like you couldn't drop a any other type of me player without starting with Josh Hader first. See, this is a great point. No wonder. And again, it's easy to say this with the benefit of hindsight. I mean, the guy's got like Hall of Fame caliber numbers. He really does. Dude, they but roasted like the him Brewers, in arbitration. The Brewers aren't making that trade without a level of, I mean, you know they thought about what we're talking about a lot before making that move. And I was highly criticized in the Milwaukee clubhouse. Highly criticized. And they didn't make the postseason last year. And they went backwards after the trade. But man, a year later, Milwaukee's sitting pretty. Padres aren't. Yeah. I, I mean, I just yeah, just wow. You guys expect me to do everything. You're not even doing anything. Do we have the audio? Man, I wish Marty was in San Francisco. No, I don't think there's any audio, but like look at this quote. I'm gonna read this. Uh, Alex Pavlovich or Pavlovic, NBC Sports San Francisco, right? This is Logan Webb. When asked about winning a Cy Young, he said his priority is winning games. I'm tired of losing. It's not enjoyable. It's not fun. Um, here's the quote. It's definitely something I would like to do. He's talking about the Cy Young. But to be honest with you, winning is more important. If we don't do that, then it's kind of a waste. He's literally talking about Blake Snell. That's my goal. I'm tired of losing. It's not enjoyable. It's not fun. We've got to make some big changes in here to create the winning culture that we want to show up every single year and try to win the whole thing. I think we're there. It's just, we've got to, I don't know what it is. I'm sick of losing. To be honest, Logan Webb just said what every Padres fan wants their organization to be, (laughs) which is a team that consistently wins and has a good culture. Now he's calling out the giants as well for not having that. And maybe it's not a simple fix there either, but like I respect quotes like that. I respect what, who was it yesterday? Aaron judge said, Hey, it's a waste. It's a failure this season. It's not good enough. We need to be better. Logan Webb saying the same thing. And the Padres are like, well, it's the media. Media's fault. Again, I can't wait until this stupidest season's over because I'm sick and tired of talking about these losers every <laughs> single night. Can we get to change? Like this, there needs to be change. Well, what change do you want to see? You want to see a new uh, a pitching coordinator, not 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 even a pitching coach. You want to see a new like base running coordinator. 
No, John, that's what I'm talking about. I'm I know what I'm about, saying. Like, if it's yeah. what are you going to say when AJ Preller's retained? I'm just saying. In that, but believe me, I'm with you. But what happens if we find out Monday AJ Preller's back? You can spend the next six months saying what? That uh, Peter Siler doesn't get it, and this is a situation where it will be doomed to fail again. Like, you're just going to say that? Are you going to probably put that on repeat and take six months off? Go to Venice. I, I might. I'm going to Como. I'll go to Como, Lake Como. Yeah, it must be nice. But um, yeah, I mean that that's how I if, if Preller's retained, that's how I feel. And I'm not going to go into next season thinking that they're just going to be you know a bunch of you know like this year losers. But the amount of caution that will be had going into another season if Preller's under the under uh, you know the GM yeah. will be of epic proportion, like. No way in hell. It's almost like a wait until you see it type of thing. I can't even like put a a pulse right. until on, they're on what fifty to and thirty one. Like, be careful. Even if they're fifteen and fifty and thirty one, they still could uh, they still could collapse. They've done it before. Yeah, yeah, they've done it before. And you're right. not saying that they wouldn't do it with, yep. uh, with a new GM. I just it's done. And I see in the chat too, um, our good buddy Adam Gross. Shout out, Adam. What's up, Adam? Thank you for joining us again. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the, uh, you know, cancers in the clubhouse, or not cancers, but just like problems in the clubhouse, right? It was a lot. We heard a lot this year from uh, Joe Musgrove about egos, right? Like, yeah, you're absolutely right, Adam. Josh Hader, you can now firmly put him into problem. Inside that clubhouse, was in he, my, what, was he the Musgrove eyes. quote? What, what was festering? Yeah, in my in my eyes, you can easily, and it's not even a question anymore. I think we all knew it. We're just like, who gives a fuck? Like hater, whatever. You're gone. Yeah, anyway. Who cares? Yeah. But now, after hearing those quotes tonight, or at least seeing those quotes tonight, like hater is definite cancer in that clubhouse, and the sooner he's gone, the the better. I don't Dude. give a shit how good he is. Get him the fuck out of here. Dude, Robert Suarez is off like, again, he just got a long-term deal, but he's off like 100 injuries and like suspensions for like cheating. Yet Robert Suarez is like Mr. Rubber Arm, right? He's throwing three plus outs every single time he's out there. Like his last five outings, he's got an inning and a third, an inning and a third, an inning and two thirds. So Robert Suarez, who by the way is your, your closer next year, thank the Lord Robert Suarez is your closer next year. Maybe he's not as effective as Josh Hader, but who the hell cares? I want the guy that's willing to take the ball in the eighth inning to close some games. Like, I don't care if he has a one ERA. You can have a two five ERA. You have a three one ERA. But if he's going to put himself out there and try to put your, you know, the Padres in a position to win and he's going to say, give me the ball, I want it with a lead, then I'm all for that. This team's got to get, I mean, they're going to get way younger next year. Listen, Blake Snell's not coming back. Who knows about Michael Waka? Who knows about Seth Lugo? They're getting younger. Um, maybe they're going to be better for it because they got just too many veterans that are like controlling when and how they're used. And I don't think that's good for anyone. And it certainly has not been good for the Padres in 2023. Uh, David, thank you. Um, David says this will happen. Hater and Preller out. Bob Melvin stays. But yeah, we'll know in hopefully a week. It's possible. I mean, Hater's out. We know that. Snell's out. We'll see on Preller. We'll see on Bob Melvin. I just, 
I didn't want to get, I didn't think I was going to get mad tonight. I was like, you get mad every night because this team is stupid. That's why I get mad. I want to cover a good team. And the, every single day, there's something that comes up with this team that is mind boggling. <laughs> and then you got this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> the ultimate me guy. The ultimate me guy. Any team out there that gives him $100 million are suckers. Whoever signs Josh Hader next year, you're a sucker because you think that this guy's going to give you any type of extension as far as going more than three outs. Good fucking luck. He probably will when he signs with the Dodgers or the Braves or the Giants or someone that's competent. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a guy that's gonna it's gonna be a problem. And I, I guarantee you, whoever is his manager next year is gonna be like, wait, why'd you sign this guy? What we you can't go or what? Huh? Once he gets his guaranteed money, he might change. Because if it's five for one hundred, who cares if he blows his arm out? But I agree. The the overall sentiment, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. And I don't want him back. I'm hundred percent on board with that. Um, Shaka Kyle, thank you again for the super chat. Guys, click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to weigh in. Padres lost the Giants, but that's not really the story. It's everything coming out of this game. Bob Melvin's post-game quotes about Josh Hader, about the front office. Josh Hader saying, what are we in a playoff race? Which is kind of funny and comical. And I respect the truth, to be honest, but you, you just can't say that. You just absolutely can't say that. Like, you, you have to know the circumstance. Um, Shaka says, rumor is that Taylor Swift is hanging out with Tatis. No doubt. There's no doubt. We're hearing that as well. That's going to be a bit, very big story. Travis Kelsey's mad. I would not like that. I would want I want Travis and Taylor Swift to get married and have you babies. You don't want Tatis and Swift? No. <laughs> Tatis already has enough babies. Is that confirmed? How many kids does he have? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know. More than one? Potentially. Okay. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. Other than the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is underdogfantasy.com. If you use promo code PODSRAP, that's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, a 100% deposit match up to $100. Just use promo code PODSRAP. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, they have right now Pick'em's going on. NFL, you can combine it with Major League Baseball. You can pair, for example, Thursday Night Football, like saying Jared Goff will have higher than one and a half passing TDs. And you can pair that with Major League Action, Major League Baseball Action tomorrow, including the Padres. Maybe you can bet on Josh Hader not having more than three outs. That would be easy money in tomorrow night's game. Um, let's see, for example, tomorrow Padres-Giants... Will Juan Soto have higher than a half batter walk? I say yes. And I say that, hmm, hold on, let me see the Giants. I say, that's what I say. So if that happens, Goff higher than one and a half passing TDs. Soto higher than half batter walk. 20 pay 60 bucks. Simple as that. You can go to the drafts as well. They've got MLB. They've got NFL. Best and easiest place to draft. It's so easy. They do it all 
they do it all if you want. You can auto draft. You can draft yourself. After the draft is done, set it and forget it, right? No waivers, no trades. So you can play right now at underdogfancy.com. Use promo code PODSRAP. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. I mean, honestly, John, last year, because this, this is, this, I mean, tonight and then tomorrow on John and Jim, it's the last time I want to talk about this fucking loser, Josh Hader. It, it goes back to the NLCS last year. And we ripped Melvin a pretty big one. Like we, we, we destroyed Melvin after game five of the NLCS um, for not using Josh Hader against Bryce Harper in the eighth inning with one wow. out, one out. And the argument was, well, you know, if you got the four outs, there was a possibility, but they're wait, they're, they're keeping him for the ninth. Essentially like that was that they weren't, I think they used him four out save against the Dodgers one time. They it did. wasn't pretty. They did. They did. They did it once. Yep. They did. And Darren harped on this a lot. And I think, you know, I, at this point in time, and I, I can't put all the blame on Bob Melvin there after hearing this and, and seeing this year. Um, well, I feel like those are way different, though. You think that there was a directive in Game 5 of the NLCS not to use him in that spot? No, no. I think that the way that Josh Hader has essentially told this franchise how he is going to be used, it, I think if you, had a, if you had a guy that was like, I'll fucking pitch anytime, anywhere, any moment, I put me in there, right? Mm-hmm. He's in there to face Bryce Harper. No so question. You think, it, you think no that's the reason why Bob Melvin didn't turn to him because of his relationship with Josh Hader and the, the dynamics that play with Hader, even though the Padres literally saved his career after his 20 ERA in the month of August. I think that you that they know they had a guy in the back of the bullpen that because it was the playoffs, all right, and it was pl- because it was the NLCS you could flirt with a four-out save. Like, break glass in case of emergency. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it every night, but maybe they could pick a spot where it's like mm-hmm. one, one, one time in a series, you can go four outs. Sure. That's it. And I know this is a five-out save, but because of that, knowing that they can only do a four-out save with him one time, that played into the entire decision to not put him there against Bryce Harper and maybe and still still a really bad decision right and then you could fall back on this you can fall back on the well Robert Suarez has also had a fantastic season Mm -hmm. so I feel comfortable with him against Bryce Harper but I I just think um looking back on it now like I I almost want to put equal blame on Josh Hader in that situation if anything that's that's I mean, when you think about like, I don't know, for me, that's a bridge too far. I, re- I understand that's your opinion. I respect it. That to me is a bridge too far. Lefty on lefty with Josh Hader against Bryce Harper with your season on the line. Like that to me has nothing to do with anything other than go get him out. What do you mean? Like I'm saying like that is the spot that if you're ever going to pitch Josh Hader for a five out save in the history of baseball, that is the spot to oh, do it. It has nothing no. to do with him wanting to go four outs or five outs or not. No, I, I get that, John. I'm with you. That is the 
That is the spot to do it in. The NLCS, Game 5, you're up a run, and you got Bryce fucking Harper at the plate. That's what I'm saying. If you're you ever got to go there. It. But I'm telling you the reason why Melvin didn't go there is because he knew Josh is not going 5. And, there, and he only could go 4 max. I don't know. I and and I I think if there was two outs, hopefully he we if he right. was two outs and he didn't go to Josh, then I would be like, <laughs> okay, what the fuck, right? right? Yeah, we'll never really know. Unfortunately, I don't we'll never think. know. We'll never yeah. know. And, and Melvin, Melvin, you know, made his bed and he slept in it for that for that well, decision. Melvin, I mean, and to your point, I mean, Melvin, listen, he he fell on the sword there. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, listen, that was my call. And then Josh Hader, by the way, stood stood up for Robert Suarez, saying, you know, hey, Suarez had a great year. Um, it wasn't clear cut in my book. You know, I, I thought Hader said the right things after game five last year. That's the way I recall them. Um, and I thought Melvin kind of fell on the sword a little bit um, and took responsibility for it. Yeah. I um, just, the guy yeah, the I don't know. That's an interesting, I mean, it's a very interesting conversation to have. I mean, if it, if, so two months after training for Josh Hader, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like two months after training for Josh Hader, isn't that why you traded for him? I know that's the, that's the, well, they traded for him. And then when they got him, they didn't realize this guy was the right damaged goods or not like, like a, you know, broken, you know, he's just fine China. Oh yeah. He is completely fine. China. It's just soft. So soft. He is, he is the epitome of soft. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's accurate. Maybe that's accurate, but then maybe, but that then has changed the The narrative on Bob Melvin is he doesn't know how to use his bullpen. And a lot of it stems from the NLCS. Mm Mm-hmm. And and we ripped him. We ripped him a new one. But I just think you know, a year out from that, and Melvin knew he's like I can't use him for more than four outs. Like four outs is the absolute max, and it doesn't matter. Like even though this is the safe situation in the game, and it's the perfect matchup, it doesn't matter because if I put into him there, and he gets out of the eighth inning, he's not going back out for the ninth. So then, who the fuck goes out back for the ninth? Well, he definitely would have started the ninth inning. That only would have been two outs if he got out of it. Well, then what if he goes? That's the thing, though. It's like he. There's also the knowing is like, he might start the ninth, but we know he's not finishing it. Dude went three freaking innings, in Game Seven of the NLCS in 2018. What happened to that pitcher? Oh, that's Dude went right. three freaking innings twice in the NLCS in 2018. Point proven. I, I don't. Well, I, not I, proven on the 2022 National League Championship Series. I think there's a lot more. I mean, we can't say because of what Josh Hader said tonight. That's why they didn't go to him in the NLCS in Game Five. That to me is a bridge too far. Like you can, I, I get it, but I don't know. For me, that's a little far. Um, David, thank you. He says Jim is turning into Borna from Hogwatch. <laughs> what? Sorry. Uh... <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I uh, I don't think so on that one. As Carlos says, Jim is uh, entertaining. Just, Thank you, Carlos. I'm, I'm just... Uh... No, it's an interesting theory. I mean, I, I I like the theory. I do like the theory. Of, of knowing Hog, that... Look like... at this. Hog says he loves us. I love some Hog. Says hog of us. The hog is hog is the hog, man. 
I've, I've always is said Hog this. still doing this? I'm a serious question. Has Hog been doing this or not? I think so. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, the whole content creator game. I've always said, like, dude, I respect the shit out of what he's doing and what Ben's doing. No, anybody else, Ben? Yeah, fuck Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cause it's hard, dude. It's fucking it hard, is. and he does it by right. himself. So like, that's yeah, it's even harder. That's a grind, man. I got nothing to get, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing that no, I'm not. There's no shitting on anybody here. Cause I know I like we Other know everybody. Men. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, I mean, yeah. Screw you, no, man. I, I Screw agree, you, with Scraby. You. No, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, but you should hear what. Yeah, you should hear what Jim says about Fadden and Scraby. Um, <laughs> Maurice, thank you for the super chat. Um, he says, uh, thank you for getting us through the year. All points well taken. I just remember being a kid in 98 and last year was the closest one last chance. There will be a better year. <laughs> listen, if, if we're around for another, you know, 10 years, it, listen, it, it, see this thing through. I mean, just because 2023 was horrific, doesn't mean the Padres can't be good in 2024 or 26 or 28 or 30 or 32. I mean, there was 98, there was 2022, there was 84, there was 96. They'll be they'll be good years again. We just don't know when the next good year is going to be. Can't promise it's going to be 2024. Yeah, thank you. A lot you. of scraby comments in the chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we both are first of all very good friends with Matt Scraby, to be honest. We both worked for a long period of time right with matt scraby i could text him right now and be like i'm talking shit about you <laughs> yeah he and he would literally click the link and we'd get another person in here and, it, and it's like dude i'm not i'm not being serious i don't hate anybody like other every, than scraby and other than scraby, yeah there's some people that i get annoyed with but like i don't there's there's scraby will tweet and jim will reply like you're an idiot i hate you oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Everyone's dude. Hog Ben. Oh yeah, why don't you just write their? Uh, re, you know, why don't you write a I recommendation will. letter for all? Of them? I love Hog. I love Talking Friars. Do you want me to go and, and write your? Uh, yeah. Do you, you have Hog? anything you want to say about ninety seven three? Yeah, yeah. For you, it's I love Ben Higgins. <laughs> I love Ben and Woods. He gets uh, mad at me for interacting with Ben Higgins tweets. Like, what's wrong with that? You think you think I'm I making care, their dude? Careers? I like dude. Ben's great. Ben is like the most lovable. I mean, it's impossible to hate Ben. Like, it's I don't. That's what I'm saying. So I, he, yeah. we have the same kind of brain where he's like. They're hitting 227 in the month of April with men on second. I, I want to interact with that. Dude, everyone fucking grinds, man. It's it is nothing but respect. Like everybody grind. I mean, what they do is they do a lot. And and it's good on Who's them. They? Who do you think uh, fucking uh Mike and the Mad Dog? Fucking <laughs> talking about <laughs> Ben and Woods, bro. Oh, yeah, just lay it out there. What, what, what else do you have to I say about that it? love that show. Make sure to tune in tomorrow morning. Do it. And then <laughs> while you're also doing that, tune in to our station at the same time, to Bigger, TD, and Fletch, because those fuckers grind hard as well. And they actually have it figured out because they're not getting into the minutia on this BS like we are they every do. single night. They are so smart. They are so fucking smart, dude. Like, they have their tiktok avenue which is i'm very jealous of they got like three million views on a tiktok about a bracket 
I know. It's amazing. We like, haven't gotten 3 million views on anything. The, uh, never. We don't, this we channel really, is about to hit a million views. I know. But, hey, man, everybody. Darren, Marty, Sp- Marty, I mean. Just, just, who else? Do you have a list of people, all, all time everybody? workers in can, the city of San Diego? I'll, I'll name, I'll name, I'm going to name everybody in the Jim media. Rome, great job on uh, Extra 690 and 99. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, um, Steve Hartman, I, thank you for your support of our work. Hey, Mike Costa, eat, eat, eat shit. <laughs> hey, Mark Willard, I enjoyed working on Mark and Rich with you. I did. Yes. Um, who else? Who else in this town? Dave and Jeff. Love you guys. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Name, na- name people. Kaplan. Hey, what's up, bro? I've never met. Well, one time I met you. I've but... never met Scott Kaplan in my career. How about that? I, I met him one time at Chargers training camp and he like came up to me and shook my hand and he's like, Scott Kaplan. And I go, nice to meet you. And that was it. Yeah, I've but... never, I've never met him. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him. All right, enough. Um, JD Gatcher, thank you. He says uh, the Padres who are back in 2024 will hear about their face plan all winter long. They need to embrace it and use it as fuel like the Dodgers did this year. After the 2022 NLDS, it's about pride. Well, here's the thing I would say, though, about the Dodgers who have put together a nice regular season. Nobody's going to care if they can't get out of the NLDS again this year. So they got they got some hurdles to get you know, past or over or whatever the hell the analogy would be. Uh, Dodgers have had a very nice regular season, but, you know, they've played this game before. So we'll see what they do in the postseason and hopefully nothing of substance. Sorry, J.D. Gaucho, because I know you're a Dodger fan, but thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Um, What's this right here? Murray, thank you. CG tonight. Oh, complete game tonight. Wow, can be done. Take notes, Bo Mel. People were killing Bob Melvin last year for leaving his starters in too long. Right? He, Bob Melvin is a leave the starter in type of guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, have the Padres had a complete game this year? No idea. I saw a stat. It was like teams that have uh, the long the, the longest droughts the teams had a complete game, and it showed like you know like the Dodgers and whatever, right? And then at the way bottom of like over twelve thousand days was. Guess what team? 12,000 days since what? Because they had a complete game. Tampa, obviously. Dude, it is insane. It's amazing how it works. You know, Milwaukee's followed that script. Yeah, that is insane. Uh, HBVV, thank you. He says, best part of the season was the concert yesterday. What concert was that? Pre-game or post-game or something? They had a concert yesterday? I don't know. That was the best part of the season. Why are we still here? I have no idea. We got to go. <laughs> because because you're complimenting any, anyone that's ever worked in radio in the history of the oh, city. I'm like, I, love, I love these guys. <laughs> you're such an idiot. <laughs> um, all right. I, I, I don't have a problem. You do have a problem. I have a problem because I'm still talking to you right now. Exactly. It's my problem. And we're talking about stupid fucking Josh Hader. God. God, you are so By mad. The, I, now, I, on on. <laughs> What is the date? September 25th. This is officially on the wrap-up show. The last time I'm talking about Josh Hader. Dude, we're talking, not talking about Josh Hader tomorrow night. Nope, I'm not talking about him. Done. I'm, ta- I'm done talking about that loser. Done. Who? Josh Hader. Oh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I said tonight. Idiot. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We should do like follow everybody. You should be like follow this person on Twitter. Follow this. Stop. <laughs> You're such a how about people follow us? Um no, don't support follow our, us. nobody follow cares about else. us. Nobody cares, you know. Um, support our partners, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. If you have an insurance need, you know where to turn. It's to Mark. Click the link in the description down below. If you want to want to get healthier, Aura, O-R-A dot organic, click that link in the description down below. Get that 100% deposit match at underdogfantasy.com by using promo code PADSRAP. That's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. This is so true, by the way, YouTube. Jim has a one-hour rant on Hater tomorrow, 100%. He's That's what I said. Eat. I said, oh, after the show tomorrow. Yes, I said tonight is the last time I'm talking about Josh Hader on the wrap-up show. And then tomorrow will be the last time I talk about Josh Hader on John and Jim. Everyone get ready. <laughs> I wonder what my blood pressure is. Okay. Mine's very high. It's got to be really high. And I, I work out a good amount. I don't know if you do. You don't work out. Dude, I go to Orange Theory all the freaking time. Now, when I'm there, I don't do as much as the other people, but What do you I do work out. there? Like sit down? Excuse me? Corn? Sit? Wait. Like just sit in the corner? Like do no, you do anything? bro. Yeah, I do whatever they tell me to do. Is it like it's do they hard. tell you to, do they tell you like, hey, just do a couple <laughs> rolls over here because they, they see you and they're like, uh, oh, we don't want to like, oh, this idiot. Like, no, dude. I don't know. You should I want honestly, me and you should go to an orange theory class together. I you'd probably die. Or kill me, potentially. I don't Both. know. Both. I would kill you and then I would die. Can you run? I can't see you running for like 23 minutes on a treadmill. I think you would die. Fuck no. I hate running. Then don't go to Orange Theory. Uh, running is like, ugh, gross. Ugh. I wonder how much you're going to weigh in like 10 years. It's a really good question. Because you eat like trash. Only at work. Oh, wait. What did this come on? You guys are... All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Peace. What are we doing with our life? Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.